0: You are listening to Let's Talk Trio on podcasts. Keep up with the latest episodes by downloading the Podbean app or stream episodes via our social media accounts. Search for Let's Talk Trio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This episode is sponsored by Student Access. Student Access, the leader in Trio software. Student Access is an online database solution that allows TRIO programs to track their students' information, connect with students by text messages, streamline the APR, and work from anywhere, all online, with automatic updates for changes from the Department of Education. Their technical support team includes former TRIO staff and has over 50 years of combined experience working with TRIO. Make it easier to focus on your priority, the students. For more information and to request a free demo, visit their website at www.studentaccess.com or call them toll free at 1-800-801-1232. That website again is www.studentaccess.com or 1-800-801-1232. Be sure to share your favorite episodes on your social media by tapping that share button. This is a great way to support the podcast. Now here's your host, Juan Rivas.
1: Thank you, Amelia, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, listener, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk TRIO. I am your host, Juan Rivas. In today's episode, we have Cindy Gerhardt, who is an alum of the TRIO Student Support Services Program at Central New Mexico Community College. Cindy is a non-traditional student who is on the podcast to discuss her life experience and what led her to go back to college. So coming up in just a bit, Cindy Gerhardt. A huge thanks to our sponsors, Angelica Villalpando, Rosario O'Reilly, Angelica Valdez, Felicia Rivera, Dr. Ryan Barone, Dr. Jamie Motley, Jaded Electronics, TrioJoblist.com, Nosotros Education Center, and Student Access. Thank you all so much for your continued support of this podcast. You too can be a sponsor of the podcast. Head on over to Patreon and search for Let's Talk Trio. Choose one of four patron levels. You can support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month. A dollar a month goes a long way in supporting this podcast. If you own a business and would like to run an ad on our podcast, send us an email at letstalktrio at gmail.com. Become a supporter with a one-time donation to the podcast PayPal account. Our handle is at Let's Talk Trio. Again, that handle is at Let's Talk Trio. Any amount is truly appreciated. If you would like to nominate a participant, staff, or alumni to be on the podcast, send us an email at Trio at gmail.com. That email again is L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K-T-R-I-O at gmail.com. Again, a great episode featuring Cindy Gerhardt with Central New Mexico Community College TRIO Student Support Services Program. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hi, Trio Nation. Our guest spent 23 years working in the food and beverage industry and knew that clear communication made all the difference with clients and coworkers. She is an alum of the Trio Student Support Services Program at Central New Mexico Community College. In her free time, our guest likes to play golf and getting her steps in uh, with walking. Welcome to the podcast, Cindy Gerhardt. Cindy, welcome to the podcast.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Good. Nice to be here.
1: It is so nice to meet you so much. uh, Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast. I'm excited to talk about you and and TRIO and getting to know you a little bit.
2: Great. How are things in New Mexico? It's very hot here. Very hot over there. (laughs) That's what everybody's (laughs) talking about. It's really hot. Otherwise, it's nice. We haven't seen any rain or anything, but very hot.
1: Right on. Um, So the summer is upon us. Any items on your summer list that you hope to accomplish?
2: not really not not specifically since i finished school i just kind of wanted to take it easy for a while so other than that just trying to take it easy and when it gets really hot like this you really kind of don't feel like doing much sometimes you know
1: <laughs> i hear that you know i definitely I mean? hear that uh talk to us about your interest in hobbies so you you like to golf you like to get your steps in you like to walk how did you develop an interest in that and was it something that you always enjoyed or did it kind of grow on you
2: Well, golf grew on me because I started to work at a golf course, and I didn't understand till I started work there. It's a subculture; Mm -hmm. it just has its own little world out there. So, I started playing it. It's a nice game to play, and you can play from the time you're three until you're Mm ninety. So, I like that. And just walking kind of grew on me. I exercise. Oh, mostly walking and. Now I've gotten to the point, if I don't do it, I can't sleep at night, you know, uh, things like that. I hear you. You get so used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell us, what
1: is a personal goal that you have for 2023? Is it something that, a goal that you've accomplished as of today versus a goal that you have not yet accomplished that you hope to do before the year is out?
2: Well, my main goal was to graduate, which, yay, I did, yay. Congratulations, by Um, the way. Yeah, congratulations. thank Thank you. Uh, Other than that, I I really didn't know, like I've been looking around for new jobs and I realized I don't have a resume. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to a workshop CNM has on um, Wednesday to make myself one because I realized I wasn't going very far and I didn't really know how to make one properly. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. But um, hopefully by the end of the year, I've got it all Where I'm going to go. And I plan on starting New Mexico State. I was going to start next month. I decided to wait until January.
1: That's awesome. Um, So, Cindy, we're going to rewind the clocks a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you're all about?
2: Well, I'm a little older. I'm not a traditional student. And uh, I just decided to go back to school as something different, something look fun and exciting
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it kind of snowballed from there. I thought I'd start at CNM and transfer after that and it it turned out really, really well I can't say as I would have made it without Trio because being a non-traditional student, I went in not knowing anything about computers, you know, like the younger people and everything and it just turned into a really good experience and more of a social thing also All right. So um, anything else on that question? That you Oh, wanted? no,
1: no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, w- was school something that you really enjoyed uh, as far as uh, you growing up and your upbringing? Was that school something you always related to?
2: Not really, but mm-hmm. I, I not really. But when I graduated high school, I did want to go to college, but I wasn't able to because, well, I did start for about a semester, but I was... Uh, Married, had a baby, and it just oh wow didn't work out. Yeah. So, as the years went by, I kept telling myself, "Go back, go back." And then I finally just did it.
1: Right on! Uh, talk to us a little bit about yourself. How would your family describe you
2: when you were young? <laughs> Brat. <laughs> 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 um, I, I'm kind of bratty, highly intelligent. Highly intelligent, bratty. Way but... too, yes, yeah. way too uh, inquisitive, but not one to sit there quietly. Not for sure, not that. So outspoken. Yes, a little outspoken. Now that I've gotten older, I learned to keep your mouth shut and certain mistakes. <laughs> certain <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I'm just... I always want to be doing something. I, I I don't like to get bored. You know, I always want to be doing something and maybe moving forward in my life, although it may not be working out. I'm still trying.
1: Are, were there any subjects that you really gravitated toward or subjects that you really, really spoke to you?
2: I like writing. I've always liked writing. And when I, it, when I started CNM, I got into the really difficult composition classes. hmm That other people struggled with, and I thought, this is great, you know, and people thought I was an oddball, but I always liked writing. That's amazing. Put your thoughts down on paper and then refine it and refine it until you're finally satisfied, but that's my favorite thing to do. Do you have a
1: favorite memory of you growing up or more recently?
2: Um, not really, there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them. I just really can't think of any at the moment. There wouldn't be one that stands out. There's just a lot of good ones.
1: Outside of school, did you have a lot of interests?
2: I did. I played a lot of sports when I was younger. And um, I liked, of course, like young people like to hang around with my friends, play Mm. softball, play baseball, things like that.
1: All right. Were those are the two sports that you really liked or were there other sports that you uh, also played with?
2: Oh, I also like volleyball. 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 Yeah, that was one of my favorites. And way back, uh, tetherball, kickball, things like that. But as as you get a little older, you don't really play those too much anymore. (laughs)
1: Um, Now, you were talking about high school earlier. You felt like you were very top of your class, very intelligent. Um, talk to us about your high school experience. What was that like for you?
2: It was good. I, I went to high school here in New Mexico, Del Norte, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Yes. And the one thing that I would have done different is to broaden my horizons in high school a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, take some more foreign languages and uh, you know, be involved in a few more high school activities, you know, like a few more clubs or whatever. I would do that different. Mm-hmm. Overall, it was a good experience and back when I went um, we went for four years
3: mm-hmm.
2: we went 9 10 11 12 or I'm sorry we went after 3 10 11 12 mm-hmm. and the year after I left high school they started four years so we only had three years of kids in there so it was a smaller setting even though we were in a bigger type city but it was fun it was All fun right.
1: Yeah, you were talking a little bit about your extracurriculars, uh, things that you wish you were a little bit more involved with. Were there things that you were already involved with in high school that you really enjoyed? Uh, I heard you say volleyball, uh, baseball. That those those things were you you would like you like to do and you played with. Uh, yes. Were, yeah. Were there other things?
2: Um, not really. Just n- nothing organized. Just like to hang around with my friends a lot. You know, we like to get a car and go riding around. Uh, nothing really organized, just usual teenager stuff. Go get hamburgers, mm-hmm. go to the mm-hmm. mall, go to the movies, things like that. Nothing organized, just the usual things.
1: Talk to us about your graduation. What was that like? And, uh, what uh, you know, talk to us about your parents. How did they feel? Talk about okay. you. How did you feel?
2: Well, like I said, I graduated from Donorty. And it, it was a big accomplishment. And back in high school, you know, we had senior week, we had senior ditch day, all those things. And I got to buy, as a matter of fact, we were talking about it this week in my class ring, my yearbook. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fun part of your cap and gown. That's a fun part of graduating high school. But back now, I noticed nowadays, they pay a lot more attention back then. It was kind of like everybody sort of, hey, good job. See you later. You know, Mm. there was big parties or any big celebrations. It was kind of uh, maybe expected of you. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a lot different now, I noticed.
1: When you graduated from high school or right before, was the thought of going to college something that you entertained or something that you were like really thinking about?
2: I did. I really wanted to go. But, um, you know you put it off for a year or two and you found yourself in a sit- different situation like i was really dumb i'm a poster child for not getting married too young i got married right out of high school and mm-hmm. it wasn't working out
3: mm-hmm.
2: so the only alternative is to take another life path for a while mm-hmm. because you know you have to get a job support yourself you know that sort of thing absolutely but no i'd always wanted to and i did start one semester
3: mm-hmm.
2: But um, having to, like I said, marriage broke apart, having to support myself, college kind of fell by the wayside, because I did go to UNM for, for a semester or two. I was just but about it, to ask. I finally, yeah. had to finally stop there and pursue work full time. And now, now that I look back, I should have done anything to stay in. But you don't know that back then.
1: Absolutely. So you're, you're talking about work as you graduated Got married. Said um, so sounds like a, a separation or a divorce in the middle of all that. You, you figured it wasn't working out. Right. Uh, you went to a UNM for a semester. Um, right. well, so what did you do uh, in the time where, where after graduation you had to find a way to support yourself? How did you support yourself?
2: I uh, back in those days, you just looked at the newspaper, and I found a, a job listing for a men's store here in town. Mm-hmm. Or a gal that worked in the office, and they gave me the job, and I worked there about six years. So it was just, um, I wouldn't, you know, it was a learning experience. It was way to make a living. it It wasn't really I learned a lot anyway. so mm-hmm. but it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. and I still always wanted to go to school in the back of my or go back to school in the back of my mind, but you know how things start to slip away from you and you know, you uh put it farther and farther back behind. Mm-hmm. But eventually I I did I decided to go to CNM because I thought if I go back into UNM, it might be a little too hard for me. Mm-hmm. That's why I went to CNM, but uh CNM turned out perfect. And I don't know if I mentioned Montoya campus is right by where I live, and that's another thing that fueled my decision. Mm-hmm because being walking you could walk from the bike trail from my house up to CNM Montoya campus and I thought hey that works out you yeah. know <laughs> i don't even need a car <laughs> that's awesome so
1: at the very top of the podcast we talked about you being in the service industry so you worked there at the men's clothing 6 years and then you transitioned sounds like you went somewhere else too
2: yes actually yeah uh, i got i was friends with a gentleman that ran a golf course Uh and he said come to work for me in food and beverage I said I don't know how to do that I've never done that Mm -hmm. he says well you're pretty smart you can learn and I said well okay let's give it a try and as in the very beginning can't say as I was crazy about it but I was actually good at it and I could I learned to communicate now it's not something usually you're born with I learned to communicate with people Mm -hmm. maybe make someone's day a little better Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's, it's learned and it doesn't work on everyone, but, um, and I like the challenge because we were mostly tip based, how much tips you could bring home. That Mm -hmm. was always a good challenge that I like to tackle. And it just was just meeting all kinds of different people all day long. And it's not for everyone, like I said, but for me, it was a good fit.
1: Right on. And you did that for 23 years or, yes. yeah, wow. Yes. Um, what kept you in, in, in the industry for so long?
2: Mainly, like I worked at one place 19 years and you're, you get regular customers at a golf course, same people come in and going, you know, the ebb and fl- it ebbs and flows, but you'd have the same people and they became more like friends, more than customers, you know, and like I said, part of The job is learning they have kids they have a dog Mm -hmm. they have a wife you know and you ask them about that stuff and you should see their face light up when you're really genuinely concerned and I realize you can make someone's day just by asking them a personal question and they're like you remember that I'm like yeah you know and and then it just turned in from like customer to personal relationships and that type of work atmosphere Sounds instance. like
1: you've really developed a, a way to make connections with your clients, with the people that you were served and uh, your communication skills. Like you said, you were just fascinated in the way uh, you talk to people uh, because as, as you said, it could brighten somebody's day. Um, what did you enjoy most about the, the, the industry?
2: I liked that people were there in the industry because they wanted to be there. It wasn't like, you know, if you have to go to work and you don't feel like going to work. Mm-hmm. have to deal with people but people who were there want chose to be there wanted to be there playing golf so that was the difference and uh you just learned to you know talk within the subculture like you know what they were saying to understand it um you know to understand what's going on in the sports world I found that was important uh, and just to really, I just really found out that I really love people, even the annoying ones, there's something to love about them, <laughs> and uh just just as somebody everybody you see, somebody loves them, they may be mm. having a bad day, and you may have the brunt of it, but move on, you know, absolutely,
1: like the I most, said, I, yeah,
2: oh, go ahead, you could just brighten someone's day by saying, "I like your hat, you know, it just was something that I like to do
1: right on what was the most challenging aspect of this industry? What was like hard, difficult, or sometimes
3: challenging?
2: The hardest part was the weather because I worked outside. Mm. In, hot in the summer, cold in the winter. Like I said, again, the, the harsh conditions, sometimes long days. Um, Like very, very rarely annoying customers, but they did, they, there were some, but very rare.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: usually the condition, the working conditions and stuff, uh, could get pretty hard like you work 10 12 hours and 100 degree heat you know mm-hmm. it starts to wear on you after a while but then again on the other hand you get used to it so a lot of people trained for my job and my, the other girl's job and they didn't make it because they couldn't take it so anyway that's the hardest part environmental okay. if you will
1: at what point did college become uh, become part of your radar became something that you wanted to do uh, during your 23 years of service? Well,
2: oh, you know, I always wanted to, and I just figured I couldn't afford it. I didn't have, I had to work full time. How was I going to do this? And then again, I just went and I thought, you know, I really want to start again.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Again, Montoya campus was right up the street from a house and it's a beautiful campus. I don't know if you've ever been there.
1: I think I've been once, once.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really beautiful. i right up the yeah. street from where I live. And I thought, well, maybe I could start here. It's no, no parking hassles. No, and I—I I knew nothing, by the way. So I went up there and said, "Hey, can I start college here? Can I start school here?" And they said, "Sure," and they helped you along every step of the way. That was very helpful. Very helpful.
1: Wonderful. So, after spending time in the service industry, who or what helped you make the transition to go back to college?
2: COVID. Had a lot COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> you know, I saw, I uh, working in the service industry. They shut us down. Yeah, uh, heavily we, impacted. We stayed shut down for. uh, We shut down in March mm-hmm. at the country club I was working at, and they didn't even. They tried to bring us back the end of August, uh-huh. but for circumstances, I don't know in New Mexico. It was open up, shut down, open up, shut down. Mm-hmm. And working in the service industry in a golf course can be very seasonal. So you're going you're gangbusters in the nice weather and slow in the colder weather.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And and that's what really threw a monkey wrench into everything is COVID. So I had a lot of time on my hands suddenly. I had started school before COVID, but COVID kind of just, just kind of opened the door a little better and more so i don't know if some people's work didn't shut down but mine shut down tight and didn't open for five months and then we tried and ah, tried yeah. and couldn't get anything going for a long time
1: hey there we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor
4: are you seeking guidance to enhance your trio projects effectiveness and success Look no further! Nosotros Education Center, NEC, is here to empower your TRIO project with expert consulting services. NEC's mission is to promote the effectiveness and impact of TRIO programs. Since 2003, NEC has specialized in providing professional development and in-service staff trainings, allowable cost services, for TRIO projects across the country. The team at NEC, with over 60 years of combined TRIO experience, offers customized workshops and seminars for project staff, compliance assessments, external evaluations, working on and submitting APRs, database customization and training, development of policies and procedures manuals, and project implementation or reorganization services. Additionally, NEC has secured over $774 million in federal funding with a 92% success rate through their live and on-demand proposal workshops, assistance with data collection and review, detailed technical reviews, and comprehensive proposal development services. Join the hundreds of colleges, agencies, and TRIO projects across the country who benefited from NEC's expertise. Nosotros Education Center, your partner in TRIO's project success. Visit their website at N-O-S-O-T-R-O-S edu.org. Again, that's nosotrosedu.org.
1: And now, back to the podcast. So COVID was the catalyst to push you into school. Uh, was that a very difficult process to get back into school and to really push yourself to enroll in courses and learn new material, as it were?
2: It was. And then the um, fear of looking stupid or acting mm-hmm. stupid, you didn't know what you were doing because the. Uh, I'm a nontraditional older student, the younger ones pick up computers and do everything all easily, and I'm like hunt and pick, you know, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, once I got past the initial registering and picking classes and stuff, and I can't say as I was bound and determined to finish, but as time went on, that became the goal is, you know, let's just bring this home. Let's finish it. And it took me a little longer than normal. Cause sometimes I didn't only took two classes and stuff because of work two and three classes, but did bring it home, did finish.
1: That's amazing. So as you started, did you know what, what major you wanted to be in or what program you wanted to pursue?
2: No, it was kind of funny because when I signed up and did the intake testing, uh-huh. they said, you need to declare a major. And I kept reading through the list and I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> and I picked communications and um, that's where I stayed. That's turned out to be a good fit, but I kind of randomly picked it in the beginning.
1: Wow. So it was, it was yeah. kind of a ch- by chance.
2: <laughs> right, right. Not, of course, I could have changed it as time went on, Certainly. but I, I didn't. I thought, oh, this is perfect. So it was totally random, but turned out great.
1: So, talk to us about your experience at C- Central New Mexico Community College. Uh, how did you know that this was the college campus for you? At what point did you say, this is, I feel at home, this is comfortable, this is good?
2: Well, again, it was close to my house. I could either easily drive there or walk there. And, um, I took in-person classes the first semester, and then the second semester, I started in person. That's when COVID shut everything down. I was in the middle of my second semester, and we went to all online, and that was a little scary for me because I didn't know how to take a class online. Mm
3: -hmm. You know,
2: when we were halfway through that class, when they shut the school down in person, So I had to learn how to do online, and I just continued doing that, not for any particular reason. I didn't want to go or anything. It just worked out for me. And uh, just Montoya was close. It was a beautiful campus. People were friendly. Uh, You know, it wasn't a hassle to get there and park and everything. And at that time, they had a nice little cafeteria, nice study areas. It just was a a, a good place to hang out.
1: Was it an overwhelming feeling going back to college?
2: Not really, no. Um, once in a while, I think, and I look back now, I, I didn't want to look stupid or um, like I didn't know what I was doing. But everybody does that sometimes. And I I don't fault anybody for asking what I think is a dumb question because we've all done it. Mm-hmm. So I would tell everyone who's trying, hey, if I can do it, you can do it too.
1: That is a great words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. How or when did you find out about the TRIO Student Support Services program?
2: You know, when I started in CNM, they kept telling me uh, because I should see if I qualify because I was a non-traditional student. And I can't remember the other reasons they singled me out. Uh, They were just recruiting, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, so they kept asking me and I, it's funny. I finally went over there and went, okay, I'll go see him. Okay. Stop <laughs> me. That's what happened. And I went, you know, and right. I went to see the head lady, the Magda. Magda. She, yeah. Yeah. And she did all my papers and everything. She said, you've joined and they have their area, their own area over there. And, you know, you get your own private computers, your own private tutors mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's, people have fun and it's like roped off if you're not in trio you can't come in there and um i wouldn't say i went over there a lot until maybe like my um maybe halfway when i reached my halfway point and beyond i i found out what a great place it was and how fun the people were mm-hmm. and then i started to be pretty much daily fixture there
1: no that's great so course, you know after
2: covid you know yeah uh huh You know,
1: Magda, Uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, uh, Rob Carriaga was still out there.
2: No, not that I recall. No, Okay. the uh, Jimmy is still there. Oh, Jimmy.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Amber, she's there. Uh, Magda. Just those are the people that actually work there. You know, there's three of them that I that I remember. But no, they're great people. They're lots of fun.
1: Amazing. Uh, so, out of all the things that Trail Student Support Services offered, what drew you in the most? What did you like most about the program?
2: Uh, the personal attention, the personal concern. I wasn't a number. I was a person, and they had a little little hidden resources they could draw on, you know. That otherwise, if you just walked into a major university campus advisor. You know, you're a number and they they just had a lot more personal attention and ideas and oh, do this and, you know, don't do that and things you wouldn't have known otherwise.
1: When you, when you joined the TRIO program and what ways did TRIO support you? Think about times like where you were like, oh, I got an exam coming up or was it uh, computer stuff? Yeah. what, What ways did TRIO support you?
2: it was a lot of computer stuff because they had the little computer area there and I could go there and any, you could say, Hey, can someone help me? And they all fall all over themselves to run over and help you. Aww, it, yeah. it was really, it was really nice, you know, and yeah. Hey, does anybody know how to work word? Oh, I do. You know, um, it, very personal, if you will. And if you were sitting in the library or something, everybody go be quiet. You know, it, <laughs> it, it, it just, it was just like a little group a little family. It, it just, like I said, the first part of my CNM time, I didn't pay much attention to them, but once I finally hunkered down and discovered they were there, I was hooked, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. And I just went there today, as a matter of fact, because oh, I really? took summer class and um, just a summer class that will transfer to New Mexico state. And I was there today. So it was great. It's great.
1: Next time you're up there, please uh, let Magda know that Juan says hi. I will. I will. I
2: just saw her today too, as a matter of fact.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talk to us a little bit more about your time in Trio. What was your favorite memory? Is there something that really stuck out with you that you really like? You know what? I remember this one moment in time that really
3: sticks with me.
2: Well, you know what I liked about Trio too, and and I avoided them until I finally broke down. They would have the Um, lunches and awards ceremonies. And I never paid much attention until I finally went to one. And they are so much fun. Mm. And just right before graduation, uh, um, CNN Montoya has the park there to the north of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a picnic over there with games and food and everything. That was one of my favorite things. And just when they had their parties and get togethers, it just was really nice. You get to meet other people. And uh, you know, eat. <laughs> so, of course, the food. <laughs> yeah, <got> the food. <laughs> so, but uh, no, the the parties and the the get-togethers and the special events they were great. So,
1: you recently graduated with your uh, degree in communications. Uh, um, what do you hope to do with that degree?
2: You know, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm. Uh, um, like I said, I'm going to build a resume on Wednesday. I figured I found out I couldn't get very far without a resume. And I didn't feel that I had maybe I needed some professional help instead of just doing it on the Internet. So at main campus, they're having a workshop, which I'm going to Wednesday. So but, you know, I really don't know. I, I, I'm just going to see what opportunities present themselves and what I can do.
1: Absolutely. Cindy, I'm going to just rewind just a little bit. Talk to us about the moment you graduated with your communications degree. What is what did that mean for you, and how what uh, what emotions were going through you as as you graduated?
2: Well, at first, you think, "Oh, big deal," but after you start to think about it and people start fussing over you, you're like, "Yes, it really is a big deal." It really is, yeah. A lot of people don't make it, and. I encourage you, keep trying, make it, even if you stopped and you have to go back, make it. Absolutely. And um, as graduation approached, the TRIO folks, of course, made sure I had all the credits I needed and everything I needed. And I was passing. Well, of course, you know, I was going to pass everything and uh, that sort of thing. And then TRIO had their own graduation ceremony. And that was really nice. I got to invite my family and friends and they had you know, food and cake and a candlelit service. That was really touching. I did not go to the big CNM graduation, but I did go to the Trio graduation and it was well worth it. Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Cindy, are there any mentors, teachers, or advisors you would like to recognize on this podcast?
2: Uh, The ones that uh, Jimmy Sanchez, who helped me with my classes, Amber... And I'm sorry, I believe her last name's Lucero. I'm not positive. And it, forgive me, Amber, I can't remember your last name. I think it is Lucero. She helped me with just things that I couldn't figure out on the computer. I call her the boss. And I said, boss, boss. come help me here. She's <laughs> just so sharp. Magda for always encouraging everyone and remembering everyone's name. Two tutors, Jamie, who tutors math. And then Christelle, who tutors um. Spanish and then just the girls and guys that work at the desk the work study people they're great they're really great just uh, like I said you walk in it's almost like cheers remember the show the bar you walk in you know Mm -hmm. Cindy Magda you know (laughs) (laughs) Juan that's that's so wonderful (laughs) yeah um
1: so as you know, TRIO is a network of, very, of various programs. They exist from coast to coast. If you, if you wanted to share something with every single TRIO professional that works in a TRIO program, what would you say to them?
2: I would say thank you for recognizing me as an individual, not a number, and not thinking because I didn't understand or I was upset about something, thinking I was a dork or blowing me off, taking me seriously. And helping me the things that I just didn't know about, because you have the intelligence and the information. I don't. Um, it it just it just worked out just really, really perfectly. Wonderful. I would encourage anyone. And like I said, the first half of my CNM career, I didn't go over there. And I don't know why I started going over there and discovered you've been missing this the whole time. <laughs> you know?
1: word to the wise, don't miss out on your TRIO experience. Exactly. Exactly. So speaking of advice, what advice would you give to TRIO students at the pre-college or college level,
2: or even non-traditional students who are thinking about going back to college? Go, do it. You probably fall on your face a few times, but just get back up and go more. Just keep trying, get someone to help you. Um, It's well worth it in the end, and it may seem overwhelming, but you can come through on the other side just like i did wonderful and uh you know i graduated with honors and all that stuff and if i can do that anybody can do that <laughs> but i mean uh, you know it's it's easier let me put that that way it's easier yeah. than you
3: think right on what is one word you would use to describe yourself mm.
2: Well, good sense of humor is not one word. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> fun? Fun? Fun. <laughs> I
1: like that one. I really, I really like that one. Absolutely. The reason I asked my guests about what the one word I'm using that the word as their title of their podcast. So, we'll be using fun for your podcast. Okay. Okay, for. great. Um, what is something that you're currently watching, reading, or listening to?
2: You mean like
1: Either TV, movies, books, or podcasts or music. Uh,
2: I watch. Any... A, I have satellite TV. I record and watch a lot of shows because I can't stand commercials. And one of <laughs> I don't the one of, does. I know, I know. One <laughs> of the things that I'm currently really involved in is HD TV. I love watching that stuff. Really? You know, what do you like about on, it? What
1: What is it that uh, really like speaks to you?
2: Like Battle on the Beach and uh, mm-hmm. International House Hunters and House Hunters. It, it, it's just just currently that's really what i like to watch and i like a lot of spy shows and mystery shows of course but they're in reruns right now and i'm not much for movies i can't sit there that long but i do like hd tv okay. and like i said it has to have satellite to skip those commercials
1: <laughs> well, another another piece of advice from uh cindy uh, mm-hmm. uh Cindy, it has been a true pleasure to speak with you today about your TRIO journey and your and your educational journey as well. I would love to have you on again in the podcast.
2: Oh, that'd be great.
1: So we have a tradition on the Let's Talk TRIO podcast where we have the guests sign off.
2: Do you care to do the honors? I would. And thank you, Juan. It was a pleasure. Hi, this is Cindy Gearhart, and I am an alumni of the TRIO Support services program at central new mexico community college trio works and it really does i highly encourage everyone to check into it and and use it i really do
0: are you a participant alum or staff of a trio program do you want your program highlighted you or your program could be featured in an upcoming episode of Let's Talk Trio. Get a hold of us by going to our Facebook page or Instagram and send us a direct message. Search for Let's Talk Trio. We want to get your story to the public.
1: That was our guest, Cindy Gerhardt. Central New Mexico Community College's TRIO Student Support Services Program. Cindy, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for sharing your TRIO story. Remember, if you would like to be on the Let's Talk TRIO podcast or know a staff, advocate, or participant, or alumni, send us an email at letstalktrio at gmail.com. That email again is L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K-T-R-I-O at gmail.com. Again, a huge thanks to our sponsors, Angelica Villalpando, Rosario Riley, Felicia Rivera, Dr. Jamie Motley, Dr. Ryan Barone, Angelica Valdez, TrioJoblist.com, Jaded Electronics, Nosotros Education Center, and Student Access. Thank you all so much for your continued support of this podcast. You too can be a sponsor of the Let's Talk Trio podcast in one of three ways. Become a monthly patron on Patreon. Our base patron level starts at a dollar a month. Become a corporate sponsor via Patreon by placing an ad on this podcast. For $100 a month, we will run your ad for every episode we publish in the sponsored month. Become a supporter with a one-time donation to the podcast PayPal account. Our handle is at Let's Talk Trio. That handle one more time is at Let's Talk Trio. I'd like to take a moment to thank our honorary members of the Let's Talk Trio podcast. Roderick Chambers, Tony Ho, Scott Kendall, and Susan Cramp. The Let's Talk Trio podcast team is... John Russell, audio engineer, music producer and composer, and post-production editor. Emilia Castaneda, script supervisor, marketing manager, social media manager, and producer. Juan Rivas, executive producer and host. This episode was recorded Monday, July 10th, 2023. Remember to always practice your right to vote. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode.